Dudes to Dads is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I am Jason Kreider. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads. So, Alan. Yeah. Another week. Another week has gone by. You usually say another dollar. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Another 50 cents this time. (laughs) I'm down to a quarter. (laughs) Exactly. I can only afford 50. 50 cents? I don't know. What do you have 20 cents for? I don't have 10 cents. Um, Long old joke. Uh, So tonight's topic is very near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Yes. It's a very, very important topic. Mm -hmm. It is the evil stepchild of a topic we've recently covered yeah and this is the topic of complaining 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 and so we all right we i us Us, named this episode Mm -hmm. how to get your kids to stop complaining okay and the answer is you can't so we are done thank you good night um podcast at Uh, no but isn't like you said it's the evil stepchild of whining right we talked about whining before we have yeah and so this is very closely related to whining um but not quite no but you're right there is a difference gnaws on you a little bit more than complaining (laughs) complaining is um complaining is actually pretty detrimental Uh uh-huh like, and we're going to talk about that. It's actually kind of detrimental to your mental health. And that's okay. being serious. Whereas whining is just sort of annoying. Yeah. I get and it. whining lends itself a little bit more to children. I mean, we said adults whine too, but not mm. quite as much. Sure. So, you know, whining is really thought of as a child problem. Children problem. Sure. Kid problem. Yeah. <laughs> Young uh, adult complaining problem. is an everybody problem. And oh, so gotcha. that's yeah. kind of where I'm going with this. Okay. So the the, the way, number one way to stop your kids from complaining is to stop complaining yourself. Yeah, totally. See, and we've had this kind of as a motif, monkey see, monkey do type of thing. Every single episode. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to episode one. Yes. <laughs> if, if, if you want to see sort of a pattern between episodes one through 87, <laughs> it is... Oh, your kids will do pretty much what you do. Yeah, yeah. Here's our yeah. And for those who don't think that they affect their children or that their children just are, you know, somehow this way. Yeah. Okay, there's a maybe a little bit of that. Yeah, it didn't come from some membrane from another reality. It actually probably stemmed from it was not from some monkey up in the tree. (laughs) Exactly, which it's from you. Yeah, unless you have a lot of monkeys. So we often complain to essentially get things off our chest. That's a common sort of you know venting, if you will, or getting it off your chest. Not really to resolve the problem or fix things. Yeah, you know, if you if you really think about it. Um, it really makes most of our complaints completely worthless. <laughs> right. So you got to take a step back and kind of look at this. And we are all guilty of this. I come from a long line of complainers. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, our, sure. my heritage, you know, yeah. no, I mean, it's <laughs> it's sort of um, it's sort of innate, you know, that people are just complainers or they're not. Sure. You know, sure. And, and you sort of follow that. Yeah. Um, so. You know, I'll give you an example. So we often will complain about people. That's a common thing that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, people will complain about their coworkers, their spouse, their kids. But it's interesting because complaining typically isn't to the person 
who can affect the outcome. Right. The, yeah, the people who are closest to you probably feel the brunt of everything that you're dealing with at that moment, not right. the people who need to hear so it. So think about like in the, <laughs> in the workspace. Yeah. Um, you're talking with a coworker and they are complaining about the boss. Mm-hmm. They're complaining about a subordinate. They're complaining, whatever. Sure. Oh, this, did you see this person? Did, I mean, it adds zero value. And if anything, it is actually quite a negative. Yeah. So they're not talking to the person who can fix the problem. Right. You know? And so that is one of the biggest things that as an adult, we need to learn is that we will complain forever yeah. about stuff that just can't be one can't be changed sometimes right but two is often when it's about people it's not to the person that needs to hear it yeah so you know we will complain to our buddy about our spouse mm-hmm. he can't do anything <laughs> he's like like All right, you want another beer what do you want me to do <laughs> no or complaining to our spouse about a friend yeah it doesn't do anything. Sure. It doesn't help. It doesn't solve the problem. But do you think there's some element of uh, releasing pressure that's a buildup that's inside of you? Now, granted, I, I get where you're going with this because I do think that you need to figure out, okay, how do I best direct this com- complaint to what needs to be resolved? Because in my case, a lot of times, you know, I don't complain a lot, but when I do, it's mostly about almost an abstract thing that's going on, and I, there's no one that can really fix it. It's just my perception, and I even fi- I even tell myself, uh, I know, I, I know this is just me going blah blah yeah. blah about this. No, you're world. totally right. So They're it's releasing pressure. Correct. Yeah. Correct. There might be other alternative ways to do that. Sure. And it also depends on who your audience is. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's an important aspect too of like who yeah. are you venting to? Exactly. In many cases, though, if we look at it. We are, like I said, we are venting to somebody that can't solve the problem. Right. So you are better off venting, maybe constructively discussing (laughs) to the person who is directed at. Yeah. Well, if it's not a person. Then it's a different situation. Right. Um, Then you have to look at, does it solve the problem? And I'll give you how it affects our kids and everything else. That's what we're talking about. Right. Now we're going back to that. Right. So we'll complain, especially here in Southern California, about traffic. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. We complain, well, in other places too, food, friends, customer service. Yeah. Thinking of like topics of what we complain about. How often are the complaints really reaching somebody who can help fix it? Right. So I'll give you another example. You're out to dinner with your significant other and the service is horrible. Mm -hmm. You complain when you're sitting at the table, God, like what is, what's going on? Why is this taking so long? That's a common thing that someone would said. What what does that solve? Yeah. It doesn't solve the problem. So the problem would be talking to the waitress or waiter or service person and saying, Hey, just wanted to find out what's going on with the food. Yeah. What's the timing, you know, whatever it, it might be. That goes towards solving the problem. Sure. So you have to recognize how often, and I'm guilty of this too, of saying something about a situation that doesn't really, it doesn't help anything. <laughs> yeah. Now, does that really help you feel better? Probably not. If it is, it's a very, very small amount in a very short amount of time yeah. versus actually talking to the person that can change the situation. Yes. And I, I really feel like it's very effective when you have children around you, because like we said earlier, they're going to emulate these things and then just think that complaining is the way to solve problems and not yeah. just go solve the problem. And I will give you an example of something that I've done and <laughs> uh, just calling myself out <laughs> traffic. Yes. So I 
get it. I have tendency to get in the car and if, especially if we're driving to grandparents or something mm-hmm. like, Oh no, we've, we've got traffic, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a negative. It's, it's not, you know, it's never a good feeling. <laughs> so not too long ago, we're getting onto the freeway <laughs> and my kids, Oh, there's traffic. <laughs> so perfect. I immediately, like, <laughs> no, I, I, I okay. knew right then yeah. I was like, I said to myself, I, oh, I can't believe that, that. might as well have been a parrot. <laughs> that was so me that, you know, and then of course me responding to them. Okay. But what can we do about it? Yeah. You know, like I, like all of a sudden I have the answers right, and right. I, oh, I would never say that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's exactly like a perfect example here in Southern California is like, we all complain about traffic, but sure. the reality is what can I do? Yeah. I mean, can you try to use an app that goes around the traffic? Okay. Whatever. It doesn't yeah. work that well. Or just sit in it. <laughs> yeah. Or you sit in it you make time, you yeah, play a game. Music, play yeah. games, make you know, listen I to this spy. podcast. Yeah, right. I mean, turn on dudes and dads. Right, totally. Um, my kids love it. Uh, but my kids started complaining. It's exactly like what I do. And so I noticing that I have a tendency now to not complain about traffic. Yeah. I was aware of that. Yeah. So I might just say, oh, okay, well, it's gonna take us an extra four hours. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, it's only supposed to take 30 minutes, but that's cool. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah, hey, yep. it's great. We've got time together. We're going to enjoy yeah. it. We're going to play the alphabet game <laughs> 472 times. We're good. <laughs> can smell a little sarcasm. Yeah, there. exactly. Um, so that's, you know, certainly something. So we have issues and complaints like, you know, all day long if we actually kind of audit ourselves. Um, so this kind of accumulation of that frustration and you kind of feel helplessness sometimes, mm. like you feel like you can't do anything. It impacts our mood. For sure. You know, especially if it builds up and there's multiple complaints and it actually, I mean, there were some studies that said it, it affects our overall mental health. Yes. You know, so on a daily basis, these small incremental things about us complaining builds up, builds up, builds up. I can take t- direct correlation with the traffic thing because I used to live in Los Angeles. There you go. And that's like if, of all the cities in the United States, I'm saying that's probably the worst. In New York, traffic. Too. Yeah, yeah, New York traffic, Boston, New York, some of the bigger cities, but Los Angeles just it's horrible. Ridiculous. So I got to a point. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, not by comparison, <laughs> trust me. Um, but when we uh, when I was in traffic, I started making a point to look at things or be a little more observant about what's around me. I noticed that my name was in the word avalanche because I'm behind of a truck. <laughs> uh, Alan. Oh, Alan's right there. Well, oftentimes, <laughs> I mean, especially if it's odd hours, the yeah. traffic is due to an accident. And I always here. think like, yeah, in here. San Diego. Yeah. Mostly. And it's always, it, I always are often, I'm like, I'm so grateful. That yeah. That's not hopefully, my no, you're right. You know? I, it happened to me today. I was driving back. Versus, I can't believe this person got in an accident exactly. when they're holding up the traffic. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. how dare they bleed all over the concrete? Totally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's often, unfortunately, that's a lot of those situations yeah. where imagine, you know, putting yourself in that situation where you're the person who's like hurt. You know, and we're like, oh, I'm worried for, you know, we're going to be a little bit late to karate. I know. And it's like, you you make your priorities, man. And like what I also will take away from the the kind of your earlier point is that the amount of stress I didn't realize I was building upon myself was very apparent to when I went after I moved out of Los Angeles into San Diego, when I'm like, wow, I'm not stressed. (laughs) Oh my, that's how much stress I put on myself when I was sitting in traffic. Right. So I didn't realize it until I was out of it, out of the element, how much I was, how much damage I was doing to myself. Right. Yeah. Right. So there's a couple different ways I came up with uh, five of them on to reduce complaining. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, you know, the, and these are things that actually worked for me. So the first is just to be aware. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally like to 
start being aware and cognizant of your complaining yeah. um, and recognize exi- like when you're doing it. Um, there was another one. This was a suggestion that I, it was to me and I, I did it was actually put a rubber band around your wrist <laughs> and literally snap it oh. every time you complain. That sounds like a um, kind of like when you give yourself pain. Yeah, and no, not hard. I mean, you're not you're not you know bruising yourself. Right. Yeah, it's not but you're basically making a physical connection to that. Sure. It's very very interesting to realize how you, the whole day. I mean, you know, you realize how often you're doing something, and then you're like, okay, I want to avoid that. Yeah, you know, I want to avoid that. Big fan of the snapping. It's very very interesting to do that. That's funny. Another one is practicing mindfulness. So that could be yoga, meditation, etc. Oh, going back to Johnny Blackburn. Yeah. guest on the show, he mentioned yeah. like being Presence. mindful of present moment, being absolutely mindful of what you are, like almost physically remember that your feet are on this ground. Right. You know, so that's the first step. Right. That. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can even add, yeah, add the presence part of that yeah. and the mindfulness, but, sure. um, you know, that, whether that brings you a little bit more happiness, I mean, cause complaints are often a result of us being unhappy, yeah. you know, or yeah. something like that. So that's something, um, another big one is learning to be grateful. Mm hmm. So it's funny. I, I really wanted to focus on this. Uh, we did an episode about being grateful. Sure. I found an app and there's more than one. <laughs> you didn't have to be an grateful. <laughs> yeah. It's very interesting because it, it daily asks you and does and has different things that you do to be grateful. Hmm. So it actually, you know, will prompt you like, you know, in the middle of the day, whatever it says, you know, name three things that you're grateful for, or, you know, explain why a certain person in your life is adds value to your life, you know, or whatever. And it's these things you start filling yourself with these positive affirmations. Yeah. And it is really interesting. I mean, I've been now doing it for a couple of weeks. I do feel more grateful. I mean, it's like, it takes a couple of weeks, you know, to kind of sink in. Um, still got a ways to go, but <laughs> you know, I, cause I was trying to think, cause even with meditation, um, I, I was introduced to an app that you know, and I'm not a huge heavy phone user other than my emails and sure. texts. Like I don't use apps a lot, Right. but someone introduced me, uh, it's a headsense? To, what's that? Headsense? No, it's a oh. different one. Oh, okay. Uh, but it, it allows you to track your time and do other things. I was like, well, that's kind of weird. That seems to defeat the purpose, but it actually has become great. Like, yeah. um, you can do different kinds of guided meditations. There's all kinds of stuff with it. So the idea, like, I was like, well, there's gotta be an app about being grateful. <laughs> and it's of course it was, and it was like a daily reminder and you have to actually, you know, write some things down and it just, it's like keeping a journal, yeah. you know, to do yeah, that. Sure. I, and I, I found it to be great. Um, and then the other thing is if you can affect the outcome, take action. Yeah. That's the big thing is that instead of complaining, do something about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you can't change the situation, um, you know, at least ask yourself, does the complaining help in any way? Yeah. You know, is it a release yeah. that helps long term? I mean, or is it just a pain to everybody else around you? Sure. You know, are you then becoming less likable? Because people <laughs> that are constantly complaining are have a tendency to not be as likable. Oh, for sure. You know? And you've been around it where you know and you're like, ah, oh, I just don't. It's kind of a downer. Yeah, you know, that yeah. person's a little bit of a. I don't downer. mind you letting off a little steam, but when you're just constantly like that, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and everything's negative. It's like where you are, the yeah. situation, the people, yeah. the you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's like, like tell me some good stuff too. You're right, like, balance it, please. Right. <laughs> so for kids, you know, there's there's typically a reason which is important to them. We may not understand it, or we may not agree that it's that important mm-hmm. for us. 
But for them, it's going to be very, very important that they're complaining. They could feel disconnected. Uh, they don't like there's a change in the location. So in other words, like they're playing and all of a sudden they have to switch and like leave. Yeah. And that's a horrible thing. The transitions that mm-hmm. they call them for kids or they're simply just not getting what they want. Sure. You know, especially when you're younger. I mean, we're as adults, as adults, we complain about that, like not getting what we want. Um, but as a kid, it's really, really powerful. I mean, yeah. to not, you know, you want something so bad. I've, I remember, I mean, I can think of tons of situations where mm-hmm. they didn't get what they wanted and it ends up being a complaint. So here's a few things that you can do to kind of reduce the complaining and such for the kids. Mm-hmm. First is be calm. And try to look at it from their perspective. Now, that's sometimes hard to do. Um, but looking at the situation from their perspective, like I had mentioned before, like let's say you're, you know, they're playing in a sandbox or they're playing something, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, let's go. Yeah. You gotta be a, a little understanding that, yeah. you know, that's. And so the second one is use empathy mm-hmm. and validate their feelings or validate how they're, you know, how, what the situation is. So as an example for that, say, you know, or you could also give them a transition time, but saying like, I know you really wanted to play in that sandbox. Yeah. You know, I know you really want to do, I know it's important to you to play that, but we need to do, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah. Right. So after you, you know, validate their feelings, be curious um, and ask questions. Yeah. And sometimes you'll find, you know, some interesting information. So let's go back to that, that example. Um, you know, I know you, you validated they, they want to trans or you want to leave the park. You say, you know what? I know playing in the park is really, really important to you, mm-hmm. but, um, <laughs> this might not work as well as this example, but mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, what is it that got you so upset? You know, do it. Well, I want to play. Oh, I totally get it. I know that you want to play. And like, you know, you just kind of, you're kind of working with them and asking them kind of what's going on and validating it and doing that. Um, But, you know, and showing them love, that's kind of the next step is you have to show them love and compassion, but yet be firm, Yeah. you know? And that's where you say, Hey, I know you really wanted to do this and stay at the park and play all day, but we need to leave, you know, or it's you use, but you use, and sure. you say, I know you really wanted to, you know, play here. Um, and I know that that's important to you and we need to leave because we need to go to practice or right. you know, we need to get home or whatever. And so you are showing them the love, you're showing them the compassion, you're being understanding and validate their feelings, but you're being firm in what you still need to do. Sure. You know, and you're not letting them walk over you. Right. So, exactly. Um, so the reality is they're going to complain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the summary of all of this. Yeah. Um, In summary, it's going to happen. Yeah, it is going to happen. And they can learn how to cope with those complaints or how to how to manage that uh, by just watching somebody handle it or mm-hmm. not complaining. Yeah, you yeah, know? exactly. And, you know, complaining isn't attractive. Mm-hmm. It's not attractive at all. Yeah. Um, and it is something that pretty much in most cases doesn't provide any value. You know, it's interesting and and kids do understand context when they get a little older, I feel. And so you not complaining, they see actively that you're not doing that Mm -hmm. where may may have seen other parents react differently or even teachers or people with their older peers or even their older siblings react differently. Whereas you're showing them what to do and they look up to you the most. They're like, wow, that was a really powerful moment for them. Right. And so they're like, well, maybe I should be that way. Yeah. So I, I listened to Gary V who's Mm -hmm. a marketing, uh, marketing expert 
And one of the things he often talks about is complaining, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, shout out to Gary. <laughs> shout out to uh, Gary yeah. like not, he doesn't need a shout out from here, but, <laughs> um, but no, but he often talks about complaining and, and, you know, if you're not complaining, everything's good, yeah. fine. Um, but he never saw his mother complain mm-hmm. ever, you know? And so that's one of the things he, he just doesn't complain. It's like, mm-hmm. there's just, he didn't see it. He, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so as part of his life, it's just not part of it. It's just, you know, you, you don't complain. It's that's the situation. You fix it or you do something about it and you move on. Yeah. You know, it's not even in the psyche yeah. of being able to do that. So no question. I mean, that's an example of, you know, seeing a parent not complain mm-hmm. and not, you know, oh, woe is me. It's like, no, that's the situation. That's what it is. Yeah. You know, here's what you do with it. Yeah. Try to move um, on from it. Yeah. yeah. And so I've learned a lot just from that, from the business standpoint and just, of you know, sort of interpersonal relations in that aspect of, you know, especially same thing in business. It's like, you know, people who will say that they're not successful because of X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. It's a complaint. Yeah. You know? Oh, well, the market, blah, 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 blah. Well, mm-hmm. you know, the pricing or our competitor did, da, 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 what, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Just don't worry about it. Yeah. Just make something else happen yeah. and move on. So yeah, that was the turning point for me in terms of careers was making the decision not to complain and just do something. Yeah. About it. I literally yeah. changed my career by doing that. Totally. So yeah, I can so, totally. Thank you, Gary. That. <laughs> Thanks Gary V. <laughs> At the time he didn't exist for me, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's been saying the same thing for years, you know, 10 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's really, really powerful. And so it's definitely good advice. It makes sense for children. It makes sense for us. It's just as adults that the complaining just doesn't add any value. For sure. So, and if you're not complaining, then you've won. Yeah. You know, so it's good. So with that, I think we're done. Dudes to dads podcast at dudes to dads.com. You can email us. Yes. And then feedback. Twitter. Dudes to dads at dudes to dads. At dudes to dads. Facebook. Dudes to dads. Com. It is. Uh, we will. Also got Stitcher. Stitcher and iTunes. iTunes. Leave a review. Do not leave complaints. No. <laughs> Do you want to be true to this show? Leave Positive affirmations would be good. That's good. Or something you constructive might not criticism. Constructive criticism is also right. with well a good. five star. <laughs> five star constructive criticism. Um, and uh, yeah, subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. That's That'd right. be great. That's we got we some videos, videos up yeah. there. Yeah, this might be a video. I'm pretty sure it will be. I think so. Yeah. And um, yeah, those are the, the multiple ways you can get a hold of us. And there's also doesitads.com. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Alan, thank you. Thank you. I think my head's going to hit the pillow. (laughs) (laughs) No complaints about that. No, that wasn't a complaint. That was just a statement. It's a statement. It's just going to happen. I didn't say I'm tired. I just said (laughs) my head will hit the pillow. (laughs) So uh, with that, thank you again. Thank you. And we will see you next week. See you next week.